0: Welcome to Thoughts on Thoughts. We're so excited to have you guys here with us. This is Taylor.
1: Jessica. And KJ.
0: And we decided to record this podcast episode around this specific time of the year with Black Friday and holidays. And the subject actually came from just the three of us chatting last night about gift giving, purchasing, buying, receiving. It's such a huge part of the culture of the holidays and we're all just trying or the three of us were trying to figure out how to approach it in a simple way to kind of minimize stress, minimize like feeling cluttered and overwhelmed and yada yada yada. So we wanted to talk about a minimalist approach to holiday gifting.
1: I'm actually really excited about this because I don't know about you guys, but I have been feeling quite overwhelmed like every year around this time with every sale imaginable happening and feeling like I need to buy everything and stock up on things. And yeah. and it's like I'm going to miss out if I don't get yes, that 15% off FOMO. and I need to keep track of it and I need to, you know. Yes. It's overwhelming. So I think... We wanted to record this just because I felt a sense of calm after talking about this with you guys last night. So hopefully those who are tuning in can feel some of that as well. So we really want to talk about like this from
2: that kind of minimalist perspective. We recognize that not everyone is going to be a minimalist and not everyone cares about being a minimalist. And so we totally respect that. But this is going to have some good tips if you just kind of want to like rein everything in a little bit. If you don't want to rein things in and you have the money to not rein things in, then you go for it, girl. And you get that 25% off and you buy 15 of them. I'm very live, happy for you.
0: Live your wisdom.
2: Exactly. But if you want to kind of tone it down and be like, okay, maybe we want fewer gifts this year. Or we're kind of transitioning to smaller Christmases, things like that then hopefully we'll have some really good tips because we had some really good ones last night as we were discussing. We're obviously going to share those same things with you now.
0: All the good ones. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. We're,
2: we excluded KJ's really bad idea. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> so I'll lead off with that one. <laughs> yeah. Get it out of the way. <laughs> um, This is something that I I feel like I saw on Twitter once. Um, and I just kind of memorized it because I thought it was a cute idea and a way to just like keep things pretty simple when you're giving gifts to your children. And it's something I've thought about doing with my kids um, in the future. But it's the idea of giving your kids something they want, something they need, something to wear, and something to read. So like four gifts total. Mm -hmm. So like something that like that toy that they're really excited about or that Lego set or whatever it is, Um, something that they need, which maybe it's like um, something educational, like something for school or whatever, Um, something Mm -hmm. to wear, like get them a new outfit or like I'm getting my son a snowsuit this year as his wear item And then Mm -hmm. something to read, like a book. Um, Like a book. Like a book. Or a comic. Very similar similar to a book. Or a magazine. Um,
2: That's true. There's lots of versions of words. It just was funny. Similar to a
1: book. Something you can read. As such, like unto. Yeah. Um, So total of like four gifts or you could really combine the wear and need category mm-hmm. if you want to yes yeah if you want to get down to three presents <laughs> <laughs> if you really want to just be minimal about this i'm trying to show there's flexibility <laughs>
0: there is flexibility pod
1: You could even add a fifth present from Santa. Make it five.
0: It's true. I wish he's laughing about how that's so few presents.
2: But then also I'm still laughing
1: about the book. (laughs) I'm sorry. I was very serious. How I stated that. Wow, she really is dying.
0: She's going. She's
1: going. Let's let her write it out. Let her write it out. She's crying. All right. What's next on the list, KJ? (laughs) Oh, that was all. I feel like I need to tap out and just let Taylor go with her great ideas.
0: Okay. I'm going to take it away on what I was talking about last night, which was a friend that I had a few years ago. She was such an inspiration to me because she was such a minimalist, and I grew up not being a minimalist. So it was kind of a new concept for me. But what she did was she introduced me to like re gifting gifts. But not in like the negative way that we think of it. Like when you're like, oh my gosh, this person re-gifted this to me. And then we get offended because we interpret that as like not having or not being thoughtful or not caring enough to go pick out something that's personal for us or special for us. But from her perspective, what she would do is with um, like toys, she would buy really – Good quality toys. And I mean, we had little kids at the time. So they were like typically toys made out of wood, things that would last for a really long time. She would save the original packaging. And then after her kids had used it and it was still – And that's I think that's the thing I would like to stress is it wasn't like an old toy that had been chewed on and colored on or whatever. Like it was still in good condition. And if it was still in good condition, she'd put it back in the box and then she'd gift it to somebody else. So it was recycling something, which was a really – important concept to her should be for everybody, but she really felt passionate about recycling, Mm -hmm. but she was able to recycle something. She didn't have to invest more money. And it was like giving somebody a loved item that she and her children had cherished for a long time and now wanted them to have. And that was kind of, it kind of blew my mind and she gave us a toy that we loved and cherished forever until one of my kids lost pieces too so
2: which kid was it tell us Taylor
0: it was Boone (laughs) I (laughs) promise never to throw my children under the bus Mm -hmm. on this podcast but this is necessary no yeah (laughs) so we lost we lost a couple vital pieces for the toy um but yeah I really liked that concept of re-gifting things that held a special like place in your heart and then you gave it to somebody else so a minimalist approach if you have something that you care about that you can give to somebody else
2: all right so here's my idea it's very good if you're transitioning from like doing a big Christmas and you want to come back to a smaller Christmas because it's very fun but it is not a lot of gifts so the idea is that you over time build up a collection of Christmas trees and you put one tree in every room So, like, you know, if you have a daughter, like I do, you put a Christmas tree in her room. You put a Christmas tree in, like, the downstairs living area. Put one in the parent room. And you put one in, like, a playroom or other kids' room, if you have other kids, right? And then you put a gift for each family member under each tree. And then that's it. So, like, Mm -hmm. if you only have three trees, they get three gifts, right? Or if you have... 17 rooms in your house. I was about to say, I only have two rooms in my house. You're probably rich enough to buy 17 presents, but you know, yeah, most of us will be similar to Taylor, like (laughs) on the low end, or we could put one in the bathroom, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, or like you have your kitchen and your living space and your bedroom and the kids' bedroom, you know, kind Mm -hmm. of a thing. So, you can really make it work however you want. The trees don't have to be like full size or anything, like. Don't go wild over the top and spend like $500 on every tree. That's not what this is about. But it could be like a small tree, you know. It's just about the idea of moving from room to room makes opening the gifts way more exciting. And so there's less concentration on like how many gifts Mm -hmm. they're getting, right? And you can kind of like theme it like I'm going to give you pajamas in your room or like toys in the playroom, that kind of a thing if you mm-hmm. wanted
0: to do that that's cute kind of like a scavenger hunt yes I oh, actually already know also where everything heard
2: is. of someone doing a scavenger hunt the last present was a family gift and the parent would hide it outside of the house so everyone oh, had to like, get dressed up in their like warm clothes and then go on a scavenger hunt to find it I think I like that they that. lived like by a wooded area so they went out into the woods but like you could just hide it in your neighborhood somewhere if you That's do not awesome. live in a wooded area like myself. <laughs> there are no trees where I live <laughs> at all. So that is a good like transition if you're like, oh my gosh, my kids have been like so mm-hmm. used to expecting this huge thing. Then you can kind of switch it to like, well, we'll do this fun activity, this kind of like experiential Christmas instead with like a lower amount of stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Another thing that you can do. I have many ideas Mm -hmm. on this topic, as you can tell, is to just switch to experiential gifts like a big family trip or um, a pass to the museum this year, things like that. I think it's like a very fun way to be more minimal and to get in more like bonding time over the year. Or like here's to a class that we can go and paint pictures together or whatever you want to do, you know. That's kind of like a fun switch as well is to more Mm -hmm. experiential things Mm
1: -hmm. so how would people do that you know in today's situation where maybe some of those experiential gifts are harder to think of because I don't know opportunities to do things are a little limited right now
2: a little limited <laughs> they're very no, no. <laughs> but they are very limited right now <laughs> so i'm trying I to be optimistic like, Yeah, <laughs> some places like logan might be a little limited some places like la are very limited so yeah. i'm kind of in the middle where i am but yeah i think that that's a super fair point of like how do we do it if we're not going to be able to buy a trip for next year or whatever I think a lot of it is people are going digital in a lot of ways. So like you could find um, a show like a Broadway production kind of a thing that's being broadcast online mm-hmm. or a concert that's being done online and get them tickets to that or um, a class, an online class. Yeah, that's what I was trying to think of, like <laughs> a class that's online so you can take it whenever you want or whatever. Another really great thing is, like, a subscription box because it's so fun to get one every month. It's the gift that keeps giving. Yes. But, you know, and those are, like, really good things to buy on Black Friday, right? Mm Because Black Friday is very useful if you have what you want in mind and you can go and get it. Mm -hmm. But something like that would be a really good idea of, like, oh, hey, you're going to get this subscription to a magazine for the next 12 months or... A shirt box or a makeup box or for mm-hmm. kids like the kiwi crate yes, I know and the and yeah the craft boxes yeah those are like super fun and cute and things like that can be really fun even though we can't really leave our houses and go into like the zoo or mm-hmm. the aquarium you know things like that or mm-hmm. travel to china Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I was trying to think of somewhere really far away. And it is quite far. Mine. Mm-hmm. It's pretty far.
0: So
2: <laughs> I think that's like a pretty good idea.
0: And also in turn, I know that ever since we've had kids and I've talked to a lot of friends that also have children, it's a big part of it is receiving gifts and trying to keep them like a minimalist approach. Uh, like mindset. So say that you have like super loving, generous grandparents and they just want to like shower grandkids with gifts and toys, like specifically toys that make a lot of noises at like really high volumes and say that's like not your jam. Like you're like, oh, I would love it if the toys didn't make any noise. So say you have loving grandparents that just want to give your kids toys, but you don't know how to kind of communicate to them like hey i love that you love my kids and that you want to give them things and that makes us feel so supported and you're so kind however you know we are really trying to like not have a lot of toys in the house or be more intentional about our toys how do you communicate that to them while still being respectful and appreciative you know so one thing that we have done in the past few years is we will do like a preemptive move before Christmas or a birthday or something. We'll say, Hey, you know, our like scouts super interested in soccer. We looked and we found these like this little soccer club for her. It costs this much money. We would love it if you could like, Donate towards that or help her out with that. And then you could help her do soccer this year or something. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, a Scout wants to do ballet or piano lessons, or she wants to do this art class or, you know, just anything. And then it's really cool because then you can give them an idea. They can choose to donate. But then a really good thing to perpetuate that kind of uh pattern is to then follow up with them, send lots of pictures like, We take pictures of Scout at soccer practice. She FaceTimes when she's going. She shows skills that she's learning so that they still feel like, oh, I really want to continue to do this because we did it this time. She loves it. We felt really involved, and it was really rewarding. So just one idea. I loved that whole thing. Hmm. I mean,
2: (gasps) Okay, so let's deal like really quick talk about what do you do if people – Ignore your request to do this, and still give you, mm-hmm. um, the blinking fire truck that does the wee 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 like a hundred times a day, right? Mm-hmm. I think that there's um a lot to be said in just like the feelings that we have in our house, and the feelings that we have towards our objects in our house, and towards our kids using that object, right? And so, if that toy is truly bringing up a negative energy for you. And it's hard for you to have it in your house. It's okay to be like, I am so appreciative of the person who gave this to me. And then I'm going to donate it to someone who will have better use out of it. Right. And there's times where you might see like, my child loves this toy. I'm going to keep it for their sake, you know, but there's a lot of times where it's like, oh, they don't really even play with it. They just like make the noise and then walk away kind of a thing. So I think there's a lot to be said that it's okay to be like, I love that they gave it to us. I appreciate it. And I'm giving it in gratitude to someone else. And they might come back and ask like, hey, where's that thing I gave you? And you can say like, oh, we appreciated it so much. We used it as long as we needed it. And then we gave it to so-and-so or we donated it or, you know, whatever. But remembering that it's your thing now,
0: you know. That reminds me of that scene in Gilmore Girls when Emily Gilmore's mother-in-law is coming to visit and she like goes to the basement and tries to find all of these like hideous decorations and like put them up. Yes. It's so good. The best is when like, she grand
2: comes and then she says, Emily, you have 20 minutes to pull up the things from the basement yes. and pretend that they sit there all year long. You know, it's, it's like, like, you're like you're fooling anyone. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so just like embrace it and be like, we appreciated it. We used it for as long as they needed it. And then we moved on, you know? Yeah. Cause that's the truth and that's okay. You know, it's the same as setting any boundary you mm-hmm. get to choose what is right for you and your family. And Hopefully the next time you can tell them beforehand so they don't like use money on things you don't need. But if they choose to continue to do that, that's totally fine. That's up to them. You can always choose what to do with the objects in your physical space, yeah. even if it's your child's object, you know.
0: When I like how you said that when you said it's yours now. Like mm-hmm. they gave you a gift. It was a gift. Yeah. And now it's yours, so you can do what you want with it. Yeah. It's like such a concept. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs>
2: You can also, you know, save it and take it back to their house, and then they your child can play with it at their house. Good idea. That's also a really good idea. There you mm-hmm. go. You know, this is a grandma toy now. <laughs> yes.
1: Okay, well, hopefully you guys got some ideas from that. Let us know how it goes. Um, if you like episodes on minimalism, let us know. We love this topic, so we will just keep talking about it if you guys are into it. Um, And now a word from our sponsor. It's us. Um, (laughs) Here we are. I literally was like, who is it? (laughs) It's it's us. I was just going to talk really quick about our online course that we will be releasing in a few weeks. Uh, we actually decided not to go ahead and sell it on Cyber Monday because it just really felt overwhelming um, to like add to the noise of everything going on and it was stressful for us. and we decided to practice a little bit what we preach and minimize some of our workload and space it out. So we are going to be releasing it um, in December early December so that if it is on your radar as something you want to gift to a couple in your life maybe a couple who is getting married or you want to gift it to yourself uh, as a way to work on your own romantic relationship or dating game uh, it is going to be available before Christmas so This is our Relationship Resilience course, if I did not mention that. I'm just assuming it's on your radar and you know what it is. (laughs) Because it's all over our radar. Yes. It's all all we think about. Yeah, we've been working super hard on it because we want it to be equality. So that is the end of our ad and our shameless plug for ourselves.
2: Mm -hmm. So So go out there, do well this Black Friday buy things you need thoughtfully gift for all the people in your life Mm -hmm. hopefully you have a happy holiday season
0: cheers thanks for joining us today we want to create a community of inclusion where we can have conversations about topics that you need help with or have questions about we want you to have a voice in this process, so please let us know what you want to hear about on future episodes. You can email us at thoughtspod at gmail.com, and if you search Thoughts Pod, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All original music is composed by Milan Bryach from Valley of the Bears, and our logos are by Rick Thomas. Thanks for joining us.